Welcome and thank you for joining us here at Life Central. If you want to know more about who we are and what we're all about, check out our website, lifecentral.org.za or like, follow and subscribe to our social media channels. We hope this message speaks into your life and that you will find meaning and purpose through it, guiding you through your daily life. Good morning, church. It is so good to spend the morning with you again. Now, I've got a question for you today. Have you ever been distracted from something important? Maybe from something not so important. Have you ever watched that television series and as things are about to unfold, your kid wants to play? Or have you ever sat on a Sunday morning, watched the online church service, and just as you're in the zone, your phone rings? Or busy at work with that urgent project and then a colleague barges in and needs your help urgently somewhere else. Or you enter the missus busy romancing stuff and building up the heat and then the dog barks or the baby cries. Now, I love history and there's a, there's a story of a, of, a, of a battle that happened back in the day that, that illustrates perfectly how when we get it distracted, it can have devastating consequences. Now, back in the day, I'm talking about 217 BC, so it's, it's a few years back. Now, the Carthaginian general Hannibal, he faced off against the Roman general Flaminius. Now, as the standoff and, and skirmishes uh, progressed, Flaminius chased Hannibal and pursued him, but he didn't realize that this was a feigned retreat. And so uh, distracted was he by this feigned retreat that he didn't realize that he was stretching out his, his, his army, he was busy stretching out his supply line, and he was essentially leading his army into a kill box next to Lake Tresemine and the surrounding hills in, in modern-day Italy. Now, what followed was further maneuvering by Hannibal, and eventually it led to a terrible defeat for Flaminius, losing about half of his 30,000 legionaries. Some historians say that, that all the legionaries uh, perished. Now, in the same way, there are so many things that can distract us from important relationships in life. Relationships such as marriage, family, and our relationship with God. That If we don't pay attention to these distractions, we wake up one day only to find that that relationship is in a space where it's falling apart. Now, godly relationships can, can change lives. It can draw people to God. It's an, it's an outward display of inner love. And so the enemy 
will try to destroy these relationships. And he won't do it with a, with a bang and, and with, with fireworks. No. He'll do it in a sly, subtle, deceptive way. Slowly chipping away at that relationship. Driving in little wedges. One of the enemy's strategies to destroy the relationships is distraction. Now, probably one of the most well-known examples in the New Testament of, of distraction is where Jesus visits Mary and Martha. And we, we read about that in, in Luke 10 verse 40, which says Martha was distracted. Now the original Greek word in, in this passage Perispao means to be overly occupied about a thing or, or to be drawn away. And that's exactly what the enemy does when he distracts us. He causes us to be occupied with things that's not important. And in so doing, he draws us away from what is important. Now last Sunday, Ramon spoke about paying attention to the tension. And more often than not, we experience tension in our relationships. And sometimes that tension is a result of us getting distracted, not putting the effort into that relationship that it deserves, not putting the time in that it deserves, focusing on other things instead of on that report, important relationship. Now, for those of you who are married, after your relationship with God, your marriage is the most important relationship. It requires and, and deserves the most effort, the most time, requires the most commitment. And so we need to have marriages where we are 100% devoted to one another. 100% each other's first priority. We need marriages where we can quickly identify distractions and then swiftly deal with them. So, what could distract us from our marriages? Well, is it finances or how you as a couple manage your finances or, or don't manage it? Is it the, the lack of communication or not spending enough quality time together? Is it unmet expectations? Is it unresolved conflict? Is it issues that's not being addressed? Or probably Unforgiveness. It could be media and entertainment. Maybe you're spending too much time on your phone, too much time playing that, that online game, too much time on social media, spending more time with your friends than you're putting effort into your marriage. Maybe it's just work and everything that, that goes with that. Or 
Maybe it's family interfering into your marriage. Now these are but a, but a few examples and there's many, many more. But the fact is, if we don't deal with these distraction, uh, distractions, it can cause a breakdown in our relationship and ultimately lead to unfulfilled marriage. So spend more time together. Spend more time in meaningful conversation. Share your, your hopes and, and dreams, your worries with one another. When last did you do something fun together? Or, or just had a good laugh together? Now, to, to turn up the, the heat a bit, when last did you have that uh, bedroom talk or, or kinky talk, whatever you want to call it? Now, I don't want to want to talk out of the bedroom, but there's some fun things you can do. Maybe, maybe you need a date night. Maybe you can't remember the last time just the two of you went on a date night. Now, it doesn't have to be going out, going somewhere. It can be cooking your, your favorite meal together at home and just spending the evening home in each other's company. Maybe it's as, it's as simple as when you get home, just leave your phone for, for five more minutes. Leave the, leave the TV off for, for the evening so that you can invest in your marriage. If you look at what you spend money on, what you're spending time on, what you're pursuing, what you're putting effort into, could it be that it's someone or something else. If you look at what you are pursuing, where you're putting your time into, could it be that it creates the perception with your spouse that that thing is more important than your marriage? Now, pay attention to this thing. Fix it. It's distracting you from your marriage. And then there's, there's family, whether, whether you have family or people in your life that's like family to you. It is important that we don't neglect relationship with, with our children, with our parents, and with our siblings. Now, when it, when it comes to, to our kids, we need to, to let them see that they are important to us. We can't only say it. And maybe it's as simple as, as when your children come to engage with you that, that you just put your phone down. Maybe that, that simple act is enough to show them that yeah and now all that matters are them. Maybe, maybe if you look at how much time your kids spend watching television or playing online games, maybe you need to cut on that time and, and have your kids do more things with you. Go places with you or just help with the chores around home. 
And so when it comes to family, some of us, we're fortunate enough to have our, our family stay close by. We, we're fortunate enough to have uh, parents and siblings stay close by. And for some of us, they, they stay in other provinces or maybe even in, in other countries. Regardless, don't be the person that's, that's so busy that the only time you have for family is that two-minute phone call or 30-second text on anniversaries and birthdays. The family unit is a, is a cornerstone of a healthy society. And so the enemy will try to destroy it. So choose time with your children. Choose to, to make that, that phone call to your brother, to your sister, to your parents. Choose to arrange that family visit. Maybe tonight, choose to leave the television off and enjoy dinner around the dinner table. Now for me and Karina, we've, we've found that having dinner with, with our girls around the, the dinner table has just drawn us as a family so much closer. And you'll be surprised what the kids can come up with if the only thing they have to focus on is the, the food in front of them and the family around the table. Now, I know each family has its uh, challenges and, and complexities, and, and we don't always agree with what our parents do and say. We don't always agree with our brothers and our sisters. Maybe you have a different outlook on life. Maybe you have a different perspective of thing, things than, than they have. But at the end of the day, don't let these things interfere with these precious relationships. See it for what it is. Distraction. And so each of us, we have the ability to, to choose the role we play in our families. Each of us can choose what legacy are we going to leave behind in our families. Now, when it comes to relationship with, with Jesus, being involved in your, in your life group, being involved in ministry, being someone who actively attends church and, and serves at church, when it comes to these things, we can very easily get distracted. And so there's, as, as Jesus followers, there's, there's so many things that's, that's vying and competing for our attention and we can easily and very quickly get distracted from what matters. We can so easily get distracted from having relationship with Jesus. Get distracted from growing the church and leading people to Jesus. It could be that, that some people in this community of, of Jesus followers, that they've been distracted by preference. You see, they, they prefer church and ministry and life group to be done a certain way. And if it's not done that way, they leave. 
Maybe, maybe some people, they're distracted by, by schedule. They're so busy that they don't have time for, for life group. They don't have time for church. They're too busy to, to start their day with Jesus and too tired to end it with, with him. Now, I've heard someone said that not having time is not a reflection of how full our schedule is, but rather a reflection of our priorities. And then there's the distraction of tradition. As important as it is that we learn from and, and, and build on the past, we can't live in it. And so some people, they're distracted by tradition in the sense that if things that were there for many years is changed all of a sudden, they leave. If things that's been done a certain way for many years, all of a sudden is done a different way, they leave. And then there's the distraction of offense. Now, this is a tricky one because some people say offense is given. And others say offense is, is taken. Regardless, offense is something that can distract us from having good relationships with the community of Jesus followers of having good relationship with our local church, with our small group, our life group. And so maybe today you're listening to this and, and you've been offended by something that someone said or what, something that someone did. Maybe you've been offended because you didn't get the invite to that social. Maybe you've been offended because no one phoned to check in on you. Maybe you're offended because you didn't get that WhatsApp. Now, you see, the, the thing with offense is if we leave this gate of offense open, we'll find ourselves heading down a, a dangerous, negative and destructive path. And we end up making all sorts of weird and wonderful assumptions. And in the process, we damage precious relationships. Now, the thing is, the primary relationship that the enemy will try to distract us from is our relationship with God. Because you see, if we don't have an intimate relationship with God, we run the risk of damaging our relationship with people, damaging our relationship with those around us, damaging our relationships with those we so dearly love. So, what is distracting you from having an intimate relationship with God. What's that imbalance? 
Where do you need to pay attention to that distraction? Now, the Bible is, is full of passages and, and phrases that tells us how to overcome and, and, and deal with distraction. And in Philippians chapter 4, we, we find some of that. Now, Philippians chapter 4 is, is the conclusion of, of Paul's letter that he wrote to the church in Philippi. And we see there that he tells the congregation there to deal with disagreement, to not let that distract them. He tells them to not get distracted by worry, but to pray about everything. He tells them to draw close to God as, as then they will experience God's peace that will protect their, their hearts and their minds. And we see Paul thank those who've helped him. And so we are reminded to always say, thank you. And we're reminded to build up those around us and to never forget that it is God who provides. Now I want to have a quick look with you at, at Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. And, and it says the following. And now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admir admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Now I want to take some key words out of this verse and, and just spend a minute on or two on them quickly. Now the first words, fix your, your thoughts. It's telling us to, to focus on what is important. Relationship. Relationship with your husband. Relationship with your wife. Relationship with your kids and your family. And above all, relationship with God. See, folk, if, if we don't have healthy relationships, how do we expect to draw people to God? Then there's the word true. We're reminded to base our marriages on God's truth for us as husband and wife. The word honorable. Do everything as if an honor to God. Honor your, your wife and your children with the time they deserve. Then there's the word right. No matter how busy your schedule or bad your day was, always do what is right by those you love. Never compromise on character and relationship. The word pure. Be authentic. We don't always have to have everything together. Sometimes those around us, they need to see how we deal with things in a godly way when it's tearing at the seams where the wheels are coming off. The word lovely. We need to show love. More often than not, 
our words need to be backed by action. So show love to those in your church, to your fellow believers. Show love to your family. Show love to all around you. The word admirable. Live a life in admiration to God. And little secret, we can all do with some encouragement every now and again. So if you hear someone say something that you admire or see them do something that you admire, tell them so. Excellent. Now, wouldn't you agree that we serve an excellent God? And so we need to do everything with excellence. Give your, your wife, your husband, your very best. Give your children, your family, your very best. Give your church, your life group, and those that you're leading to Jesus, your very best. Serve with excellence. And then the last words, worthy of praise. Do everything in such a way so that those around you will give glory and praise to God. So today, as you heard all of these things, I'm sure you, you have a pretty good sense of where you've been distracted, to which relationships you need to pay attention to, put more effort into. Maybe today you've, you've heard some things that, that, that just clicked, that, ah, that thing that's busy happening there with that relationship, that's a distraction. And so, practically, as you enter the coming week, what will your next step be? For some of us, we need to take a hard and honest look at our relationships and our priorities. What we're spending time on, what we're putting effort into. Because all of that, it's not lining up. And we need to fix it. Maybe for some of us, it's as simple as sitting down with the calendar and before we schedule those meetings and events and socials, we first schedule those date nights. You first schedule those days or movie nights on the couch with the kids. We prioritize coming to church and prioritize going to a life group. Or maybe for some of us, it's, it's a bit more complicated and we need to have a look at where we need to cut back on things, for which things we need to say no to so that we have more time, so that we have time to restore balance in our lives, so that we are not distracted from what is important. And as we, 
As we end this today, I would love to pray with you. So let's close our eyes. Father God, I pray that you would guide each one of us so that we can identify those things that's distracting us, Lord. Give us the wisdom to effectively deal with those distractions, Lord. And guide us so that we can fix our thoughts on what is true and honorable and lovely and praiseworthy. Lord, thank you that you would guide each of us through this week, through this day, Lord, and help us to focus on what is important. And we pray for this in Jesus' name. Thank you for joining us today, and I'm looking forward to connecting with you again next week Sunday. Thank you. Thank you for listening in to the Life Central podcast today. If you would like to get connected or get involved, follow us on social media or visit our website, lifecentral.org.za. We hope you join us here again next week.